3: Good Wednesday morning, signs of hope emerging overnight in that search for the missing sub. And make or break day for that mission. It's June 21st. This is Today.
4: Breaking news, underwater noises. A rescue ship reportedly detects banging sounds inside the search zone. Crews up against the clock hoping for a miracle
5: there is a full press full court press effort uh, to get equipment on scene as quickly as we can
4: inside the desperate search as it unfolds this morning and a former passenger on that very sub tells us what it's like when he joins us live battle lines republicans outraged over the plea deal with no prison time for hunter biden
5: if you are the president's son
6: you get a sweetheart deal.
4: biden's attorney defending the deal i
6: think what's fair is you know my client gets on with his life
4: where the fight goes next just ahead making the case the new evidence just revealed in the idaho college murders prosecutors saying a cheek swab of the suspect linked him directly to the murder scene we'll have the latest feeling the heat tens of millions waking up to new warnings today as that brutal heat wave in the south rolls on al's got your full forecast including a new round of severe storms on the move Today, exclusive. The judge at the center of the Alec Murdoch trial breaking his silence. Do
5: you think that he'll be haunted
4: by his his
5: wife and, and son?
4: What he's now saying about the closely watched case and the intense spotlight he was under. All that plus soak it in. The first day of summer has arrived. We'll help you get ready for the season with a party in our backyard. Today, Wednesday, June 21st, 2023.
0: From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Oda
5: Cutby, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza.
4: Hi, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to today on the first day of summer. Good yeah. to have you along with us. Mm-hmm. We've got some news in that search for that submersible missing near the Titanic wreckage. The Coast Guard reporting just after midnight that a Canadian aircraft detected underwater noises in the search area. This is the first positive sign since that search began.
3: Yeah, it's led the Coast Guard to now relocate search vehicles in an attempt to determine the origin of those sounds. And it comes amid new reporting that is not obtained by NBC News that searchers were hearing banging sounds every 30 minutes. Of course, this mission is becoming more desperate by the hour. The submersible now
4: with just about a day's supply of oxygen left. And in a moment, we'll talk to someone who knows firsthand what it is actually like to be inside that very sub. But first, let's get to NBC's Tom Costello with the overnight details on this search, this positive sign. Tom, good, good morning to you.
2: Yes, yeah, Savannah, good morning. This was a Canadian P-3 surge plane. It dropped a sonar buoy into the water. That buoy, it says, detected banging or tapping of some sort. We don't know if that was banging, tapping from the missing sub or some other sounds uh, in the ocean, but that has caused the U.S. and Canadian Coast Guards to rush more assets to the area, more ships, more planes, more underwater drones. The challenge is going to be if they can locate the sub, pulling it up out of the water so that they can rescue the people inside. And right now we think they only have about a day's worth of oxygen or air inside that sub. A glimmer of hope this morning in the desperate search for that private sub in the North Atlantic. The U.S. Coast Guard says a Canadian aircraft using sonar buoys to try to locate that minivan-sized vessel detected underwater noises in the search area. And overnight, multiple reports suggest banging was heard at 30-minute intervals. That according to an internal government update on the search. Four hours later, banging was still heard, the memo said, and it was unclear if those were the same noises detected by the sonar buoys. NBC News has reached out to the government authorities, but so far has not verified the documents. The Sub and its five passengers disappeared Sunday near the wreck site of the Titanic. And with less than a day's worth of air, locating that vessel is a critical first step. But at a depth of two and a half miles, it will require specialized equipment to reach and potentially bring the vessel back to the surface. Will the U.S. Navy or the Canadian Navy be able to get salvage equipment on time before the air runs out? What I can tell you is uh, there is a full press,
5: full court press effort uh, to get equipment on scene as quickly as we can.
2: Among those on board, Oceangate founder Stockton Rush was piloting the sub. This past year, he talked about the risk of diving to the Titanic. At some point, safety just is pure waste. I mean, if you just want to be safe, don't get out of bed. Don't get in your car. Don't do anything. At some point, you're going to take some risk. Also on board, a British businessman Shasada Dawood and his son, Suleiman, as well as Frenchman Paul-Henri Nogelay and billionaire Hamish Harding. The Explorers Club, a group that Harding founded, said overnight, we understand that likely signs of life
7: have been detected at the site. We're hopeful. It's a dangerous situation. There's no light. It's completely black. It's freezing cold down
2: there. But safety has been in the spotlight with a passenger last November saying a waiver mentioned the sub had not been approved or certified by any regulatory body. And experts point out the sub can only be opened from the outside. The clock is ticking for them. Um, That clock ticks whether they're floating on the surface or whether they're on the bottom alive. Now, again, the the sub went into the water Sunday morning, 8 a.m. with four days of air. We're now into the third day. Listen, NBC News has has looked at a lawsuit filed in 2018 from somebody in the company claiming that that sub was not certified and possibly not designed to dive to the depths that the company wanted to go to. That lawsuit was settled separately. The New York Times reporting dozens of industry experts had warned of potential catastrophic problems with this mission given the design of the mini-sub. Uh, Hoda
4: and Savannah, back to you. All right, Tom Costello, thank you. Joining
3: us now is Aaron Newman. He knows several of the people who are aboard that sub, and he also knows what it's like to be inside that very sub, the Titan. He himself took a trip down to the Titanic back in 2021. Aaron, good morning. Let's just start with the, the breaking news that we have overnight. There were, there were banging sounds that were heard from beneath the ocean. Uh, tell me what your reaction was to that.
7: Obviously, our focus is just on uh, just just hoping for this Hollywood ending to happen uh and we we know the coast guard and everybody else is working so hard so this is and the ocean gate crew is working as hard as they can to 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 possibly find this if anything is out there so it's it's obviously exciting news it's promising but there's work to be done and that's what the focus is so uh not losing any sleep over over what's going on and just continue the mission
4: it, it's fairly uh unique the perspective you have because you've actually been on this very submersible So take us, kind of paint us a picture of what it would be like right now for those passengers who are aboard. What is it like to descend uh, to the ocean in this vehicle?
7: Well, I mean, it, it's an amazing journey, right? So many people. And, and these are not uh, amateurs that are on. Even the mission specialists or the tourists that are on. These are people that have lived on the edge for a long time. So these are people that uh, are excited by this stuff. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, the journey is amazing. You're, you're, you're basically going to another planet, the bottom of the ocean like this, 4,000 meter down. Uh, and, you know, the, the idea of you're getting in this craft, you're bolted in. Uh, it's a tube that's comfortable, but not space and at the surface when you first get in it gets very hot and stuffy and so you're you're layering down and and you have a little pack lunch with you and a little bit of water uh, but you're planning for the day to be there and you know as you start to descend through the water column it's it is an amazing journey to see the light very quickly disappear and within five ten minutes you're in pitch dark complete dark uh you know and you have the lights from the sub right you have the lights from the sub submersible that you can see outside and in internally but without those your light is gone at any depth below a couple hundred meters. So, uh, so anyone in that would be in complete darkness, uh, if they didn't have power, uh, still at this point. So, mm. and by the time you hit the bottom, the water down there is, is, is below uh, what, it, what a standard freezing temperature is. So it's the water is 29, 30 degrees Fahrenheit. So, you know, and that's going to conduct right through that metal. So it was cold when we were at the bottom. You know, you had layered up, you had wool hats on. And uh, and and we're doing everything to stay warm at that bottom.
3: Mm. Let's talk more about the passengers on board. Like you said, they're not your sort of ordinary civilians. These are explorers. And, you know, some of them personally. Tell us about them.
7: I, yes these are these are I mean I'll start with Stockton uh you know he's somebody who had this vision and and he wanted he wants to take people to the bottom of the ocean and you know he definitely had this vision and he built it and you know uh, so he was an amazing guy uh, and and uh you know he, he made a lot happen and he 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 was on every mission right not every single one but he was always leading the charge so he was a guy who was uh, you know not sitting in the back instructing people he was leading the charge so uh, I, you know, I spoke with him last week about possibly diving in the Azores, and so, mm. uh, you know, he he was really. Uh, th- this is just the beginning of his vision of what uh, what he wanted, and you know, people like Ph, the, the the French explorer, he's been he's been down to the Titanic more than anyone else. You know, mm. he's de- he's the one that brought up the Las Vegas exhibit. So this is a guy who s- soft-spoken, humble, but he's uh, one of the he's probably the leading sub expert. Expert out there, uh, And then Hamish, I mean, here's another guy who's broken records and done amazing things. So none of these people were people that were, I would consider Taurus. Taurus is such a bad term. These are people who lived on the edge and loved what they were doing. And they're, uh, the, if anything's going on, these are people that are, uh, that are calm and thinking this through and doing what they can. Uh to to, to to stay alive. So Aaron, this is uh it's a good set of people.
4: Aaron, with the moments that we have left, I'm just curious when you signed all those waivers and legal releases and you're getting in that tube, did you feel safe? Or did you feel like I might be rolling the dice here with my life for this adventure?
7: Listen, we always, you know, I I felt safe the whole time. They were a professional crew. They did a lot of training around safety and the backup systems around dropping weights and and uh, you know. So I, I felt very safe. And and but we are, you know, obviously this is the type of exploration that's doing things. This is not a Disney ride. Mm. right this is you know stuff we're going places that very few people have been uh, are have been and this is inventing things so there are risks right and we know that but all these people accepted that uh and and but you know now we have to focus on how do we how do we do everything we can to rescue these people uh and figure out where they are and 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 keep keep pushing i mean i'm a big advocate that we know less about the bottom of the ocean than the surface of the moon and we need to do more research into this bottom of the ocean, uh, learning about it. There's so much resources and animal life and biology down there. Mm. Uh, we need to we need to tap into this. And that was what one of Stockton's visions was. Uh, how, how do we do this?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Aaron Newman, we want to thank you so much for your perspective, your unique perspective on this. We're going to have a lot more on the search. Also, a closer look of the rise of so-called extreme tourism, which he's discussing in our next half hour. All
4: right. Also, this morning, there's new fallout and reaction to Hunter Biden's deal with federal prosecutors. The president's son will plead guilty to two misdemeanor tax charges, likely avoiding jail time. And Republicans are outraged. They're accusing the Justice Department of a double standard. NBC's Kristen Walker joins us with more. Kristen, good morning.
1: Hi, Savannah. Good morning to you. This plea deal largely caps a five-year investigation into Hunter Biden's business dealings, but it hasn't put a lid on the political problems surrounding the president's son. Republicans are escalating their attacks on the Justice Department, and the president is yet again on defense. President Biden standing by his son Hunter reacting to his plea deal during an event in California Tuesday. After a five-year investigation into Hunter Biden's finances, the 53-year-old struck a deal with federal prosecutors agreeing to plead guilty to two misdemeanor charges for failing to pay income taxes in 2017 and 2018 and avoiding prosecution on a felony charge of illegally possessing a gun while he was using drugs. Two sources tell NBC News the government will recommend probation.
6: I think what's fair is you know, my client gets on with his life.
1: It comes days after former President Trump pleaded not guilty to 37 felony charges tied to his handling of classified material. Mr. Trump on social media comparing Hunter Biden's plea deal to a mere traffic ticket, adding, our system is broken. Some Republicans saying the DOJ has one standard for Mr. Trump and another for President Biden and Democrats.
2: While I welcome these charges and the guilty plea, I have a sense that this will do very little to allay the concerns of millions of Americans that we just simply don't have equal treatment uh, under the law. If you are the president's leading political opponent, the DOJ tries to literally put you in jail and give
5: you prison time. If you are the president's son, you get a sweetheart deal.
1: Attorney General Merrick Garland has pledged he would not interfere in the investigation, which has been led by U.S. Attorney David Weiss, a Trump-appointed prosecutor.
2: That should give people some comfort that this is not some sweetheart deal, but this is pretty standard.
1: Republicans have blasted Hunter Biden for his past work for Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company, while then-Vice President Biden was in charge of Ukraine policy. Savannah asked candidate Biden about that in 2020. No one's found
5: anything wrong with his dealings with Ukraine, except they say it sets a bad image.
1: Well, do you agree that it
4: sets a bad image?
5: And my son said that.
1: Now, the U.S. Attorney David Weiss says the investigation is ongoing. And now House Oversight Committee Chairman Republican James Comer says he wants a briefing by Weiss about why that is. Notably, the DOJ has restricted the amount of information that can be shared with congressional investigators during their probe. Republicans on the Hill, meanwhile, are vowing to continue their own investigations into Hunter Biden regardless. A part of the backdrop heading into 2024 in the president's re-election bid. Savannah. All
4: right. Kristen Walker at the White House for us. Thank you, Kristen.
1: Let's turn now to the
3: legal troubles facing former President Trump. The criminal Trump uh, trial over his alleged mishandling of classified documents now scheduled to begin later this summer. NBC's Garrett Hakes covering that story for us. All right, Garrett, good morning. Uh, tell us about the timeline for this trial.
6: Hey, Oda, good morning. The judge set an August 14th trial date, but experts say that's not likely to stick. And the main reason for that is the classified nature of the evidence in this case itself. Mr. Trump's attorneys need security clearances for one thing, and that's a process that can take months. There's also other motions or appeals that could delay things getting started too. Then you're potentially talking about a two week trial getting underway in the heart of the presidential primary season, maybe early next year. It's a tricky split screen for the former president.
3: Let's let's talk about that political impact. Have you seen any from this indictment of President Trump?
6: Well, look, former President Trump is still the Republican frontrunner and by a growing margin in many polls. And Mr. Trump has used both of his indictments very successfully to raise money and to rally his base. But then now there is some evidence that he may be seeing some slippage in his support. There's a new CNN poll that came out yesterday that showed Mr. Trump's overall favorability falling among Republicans as much as 10 points since last month. And he's back below 50 percent support in the primary, which means more Republicans want somebody else to be the nominee. Than want him to be, but the good news for Mr. Trump is that those Republicans can't agree on who they do want. Support is scattered between Ron DeSantis, who's about 20 points back. Every other candidate still in single digits.
4: Hoda.
3: All right, Garrett Hick for us there in D.C. Garrett, thank you. Update now on the section of
4: I-95 that collapsed in Philadelphia earlier this month. It will reopen to traffic this weekend. That is much earlier than expected. Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro made that announcement yesterday while providing an update on that rebuilding process. The overpass collapsed on June 11th after a deadly tanker truck fire. The closure snarled traffic, creating headaches for commuters and truckers in the region Governor says 24/7 work from crews on site will allow them to open the highway in the coming days. Pretty extraordinary when it first
3: happened, they said it would be months. Yeah, fast work there. All right, we got another major story this morning. The weather, that record-shattering heat wave, still blanketing parts of the South. Millions of people facing severe storms. Mr. Roker is here. He's got the details in the forecast. Hey, Al.
5: Good morning, ladies, and good morning to you. And if you're on the Eastern Seaboard, you're looking at some showers today, hit or miss, from Tampa all the way up to Washington. It's starting to make its way to the north. In fact. We're looking at so much rain. We, we have flood watches valid until Friday evening, stretching from the Carolinas all the way down into Florida. And then out as we move to the west from Bismarck down to San Angelo, the hazards we've got there, damaging hail, two inches in diameter or more, wind gusts of 75 miles per hour. And we can't rule out a couple of tornadoes, especially from Cheyenne, uh, Denver down to Amarillo and Abilene, Texas. Along the eastern seaboard, we're talking some areas upwards of five inches of rain or more, also some some heavier showers and thunderstorms back up through the plains. Coming up in the next half hour, record-setting heat. What's the latest on Brett and our air quality forecast?
3: Okay, cool. All right, thank you. Thanks. Coming up, uh, new details emerging overnight on the Idaho College murder case and the case now being built by prosecutors. Aaron McLaughlin has that story. Hey, Aaron.
8: Hey, Hoda, that's right. Prosecutors are revealing the results of Brian Koberger's DNA tests, and it's not looking good for the defense. I'll have more on what they're alleging in the latest court documents.
4: All right, and then we'll have much more ahead on the desperate search for that tourist sub near the Titanic wreck, those underwater noises detected. And now the microscope on what some are calling extreme tourism. That's just ahead. But first, this is Today on NBC.
9: visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
3: 2019, the U.S. Women's National Team repeating as World Cup champions later this summer, they are going to try from for an unprecedented third straight <laughs> uh, title. I got chills. I know. The roster's gonna be announced so great. today, yeah. a little later
4: today, but how cool is this, Chanel? We're gonna reveal some of the members here exclusively when they join us live. Is that' gonna make so, so exciting.
9: Cool. And folks, you know what? I feel like you know every year
3: soccer grows bigger yes. and more popular. Mm-hmm. It's already popular around the world, but here yeah. too. So It's a good deal. All right. But first, we have a busy half hour ahead, starting with significant developments in a case that's being followed closely, the Idaho College murders. Yeah. NBC's Erin McLaughlin joins us now. She's got the latest. Hey, Erin, good morning.
8: Good morning, guys. DNA evidence has always been key to the investigation. Now we're learning that investigators have gone further in linking the suspect's DNA to that tragic crime scene. New details in the Idaho murders investigation. Prosecutors now revealing a cheek swab taken from suspect Brian Koberger is a statistical match to DNA found at the crime scene. Koberger is charged with stabbing and murdering four University of Idaho students last year. The key piece of evidence, a knife sheath next to the bodies of Kaylee Gonsalves and Madison Mogan. Investigators had compared that to familial DNA found on trash outside Koberger's parents' house. But after taking a swab from Koberger himself, prosecutors now say the two DNA profiles are a match. After a comparison of the DNA profile of Koberger and the knife sheath DNA, prosecutors writing the same profile is, quote, at least 5.37 octillion times more likely to be seen if the defendant is the source than an unrelated individual.
9: Police department
0: search warrant, come to the door.
8: The night Koberger was arrested at his parents' Pennsylvania home in December, officers in Washington state served a search warrant at his apartment. He was indicted by a grand jury last month. He chose to stand silent at his arraignment, prompting the judge to enter not guilty pleas on his behalf. The indictment charging Koberger with four counts of murder in the first degree for the killing of Ethan Chapin, Zana Kernodal, Gonzalez, and Mogan in their shared home.
7: The family wants to move along. They want to get a conviction and move, move past this as much as you can move past a case like this.
8: Koberger will face trial set for October 2nd of this year. NBC News has reached out to Koberger's team overnight and has not heard back. Oh,
3: so, all right, Aaron, so we know the trial is going to be later on this year, but this seems like a real blow for the defense.
8: Yeah. His lawyers have already said they need more time to decide whether they're going to offer a formal alibi. They're also saying they haven't had enough time to review all the evidence following last month's grand jury indictment, having to go through thousands of pages and hundreds of hours of recordings. A hearing to decide whether to pause proceedings on the grand jury indictment is set for next week. But clearly, there's still a lot more work to be done to build out their defense. Indeed. Hoda.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. Aaron McLaughlin for us there. Aaron, thank you. All right. Still ahead Carson has a sweet story for us on pop star
1: today Harrison Ford's emotional reaction to a fan thanking the star for his decades as Indiana Jones.
3: But first Kristen Dahlgren live in Boston with the very latest on that search near the Titanic wreck and what the people on the sub may be facing right now. Hey Kristen
10: hey there guys and yeah there was some banging heard overnight possibly from that sub so we're going to take a look inside past missions to see what it might be like inside that submersible that's coming up
0: it's time to breathe easier this allergy season with breathe right nasal strips with instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours you can spend your time on your terms not on your noses stuffy nose from outdoor allergens no problem we got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed.
9: Here you are. BPM's high. Sweat dripping. Body moving. Tongue
3: 7.38 now with an update against that race against time to locate the submersible. It went missing during a dive to the Titanic's wreck.
4: The search has been refocused overnight after crews detected noises in the
3: area. see Kristen Dahlgren joins us from Boston with more on that and a closer look at what it's like to be inside that sub. Kristen, good morning.
10: Good morning, Chanel. Well, the noise was detected on Tuesday night and overnight there were multiple unconfirmed reports that it was at 30 minute intervals. This morning, the search for the source of that noise continues, but perhaps a small sliver of hope. This morning, search crews racing against time to find that missing submersible after the U.S. Coast Guard confirmed overnight that underwater noises have been detected in the area. The sonar buoys that found the noises part of a massive search effort that would face a challenging rescue. Very few vessels and instruments are able to work at such extreme ocean depths. The Titanic sits 13,000 feet under the sea. That's more than nine times the length of the Empire State Building. Only a small group of people have ventured that far. It's part of the reason why Oceangate Exploration pitches passengers a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the price of $250,000, an eight-day journey from Newfoundland to the Titanic wreck site, about 900 miles off the coast of Cape Cod. Oceangate CEO Stockton Rush, one of those on board the Titan now, told NBC in 2022 passengers have to do more than pay a steep fee.
2: This is a real expedition. We have all kinds of challenges.
10: Former passengers say you have to sign a massive waiver that right up front says the trip can result in death. Once passengers board the support ship, Oceangate provides a vessel orientation and safety briefing. Roger, platform ready to dive. The submersible's controls are quite basic. We run the whole thing with this game controller. The vessel detaches and starts to submerge.
7: You feel somewhat like you're on a totally different planet as you descend.
10: It takes about two and a half hours to travel over two miles deep under the sea. Passengers describe the vessel as cold with only one porthole to allow passengers to look outside. At just over 22 feet long and 8.3 feet high, this photo shows the seating configuration in practice. Passengers on the floor barefoot. So what if nature calls on the roughly 10-hour mission? There is a small bathroom with a privacy curtain. And OceanGate says they turn the music up loud. The up-close and personal view of the Titanic wreckage can last four or five hours. Passengers who have reached these depths, an exclusive club. More people have gone into space. But going this deep underwater is actually technologically harder to engineer.
2: This
6: incident is causing the broader tourism industry and especially extreme tourism to be looked at under a a close microscope to say, are we doing everything we can? Are we minimizing risk?
3: And Kristen, what do we know about emergency procedures on board?
10: Right. Now, well, former passengers tell us that they're taught to use this manual system where they're able to drop weight and that would bring the vessel to the surface. There's also supposed to be what's called a necklace system that automatically corrodes after about 24 hours in the water, and that also would bring the submersible up unless it's trapped beneath something. So still a lot of possibilities as they try and zero in on that banging, guys. It's such a challenge. All right, Kristen, thank you.
4: All right, let's get another check of the weather from Mr. Roker. All righty, guys. Well, we're talking about this unrelenting
5: heat right now down through the Southwest. 25 million people under heat advisories, heat warnings. Look at the sizzle today. The record heat that's going to continue, plus the feels-like temperatures, the heat indexes, going to feel like 111 Houston San Antonio. 115 107 in presidio 116 in brownsville 100 in new orleans tomorrow and on into the weekend those unrelenting temperatures continue with high 90s through houston alexandria brownsville triple digits in del rio san angelo and mid to high 90s through dallas and we've also got tropical storm brett out there in the atlantic we've also got this invest area that has a 70 percent chance of development good news about brett that's going to stay to the south of Haiti, Puerto Rico, much of the leeward islands, so no big problems there. Smoke still coming out of those wildfires, especially for parts of uh, Minnesota on into Wisconsin. 31 million people at risk today for high levels of ozone pollution, wildfire smoke possible in Michigan, and unhealthy conditions, really unhealthy conditions within Minneapolis itself. And that's your latest weather. Right, Guys. right now, thank,
1: thank you. So. Just
3: ahead, Jenna introduces us to two authors brought together by Grammar. Now writing their own real-life love story. Plus, we just celebrated Father's Day, and you got a moment. We've got to show you a dad's gift going viral. It's our boost coming up right after this. Welcome back, Carson's here. Hoda, time Hello. for the boost. All right, here we go, guys. Uh, a man named Scott had just uh, a Father's Day he'll never forget. So his dog passed away a few months back, and he'd been wanting a new companion ever since. Well, on Sunday, he got his wish.
0: It's his day, babe. I don't have a dog yet. it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no way! <laughs> we got you one, Scott. Oh there he God. is. It's a big boy. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Is that right there. Oh, oh, look at that oh my
3: goodness. Oh. Okay, that's love at first sight. Really Perfect, Perfect. Sweet. Perfect. Yeah.
5: Perfect. Man's best friend. Yep. There
3: you go. There you go. There, there it like is.
4: The old koala hug. And that's oh. so cute.
5: You know what? Oh. I, I, I like the quiet boost. Yeah, and the no, dog, sometimes good. you just got to take it in. Yes. It's beautiful. The little pup. It's that's oh, a special good. moment. Oh, really, really like that. Really Very beautiful. nice. Sweet. Well done. They don't all have to be standing ovations. Oh. You know? It's oh, very it heartfelt, voice. love that.
0: Mm. Uh, speaking <laughs> of standing ovations, we are gonna have our final two winners. We're gonna have the competition, the ice cream truck, bracket challenge. I know the nation is waiting with bated yes. breath to find out what our final two are. We'll have that for you, Popstart. start. Okay. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips.